This episode of the Busted Wide Open podcast is brought to you by Blueberry. Blueberry offers the best media hosting, accurate listening stats, and their all-new PowerPress Deluxe sites, a no-setup WordPress website for your podcast with all the necessary links to share your show with the world built right in. If you currently produce a podcast and are looking for a better media host or looking to start a new one from scratch, head over to orbitaljigsaw.com forward slash BWO and sign up for the best media hosting and a PowerPress Deluxe site to get your first month absolutely free. That's orbitaljigsaw.com forward slash BWO or just use the promo code BWO at checkout for your first month free. And with that said, enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Angel Garza, superstar from WWE and you are listening to the Busted Wide Open Podcast to the most fresh news of the wrestling. So keep listening and just remember one thing, El Latino está en la casa, baby. You're listening to the Busted Wide Open Podcast. Dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling. With your hosts, Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous. Coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome back to the Busted Wide Open Podcast, but if this is your first time joining the show, I'd like to welcome you to episode number 215. My name is Nick Howell. And only here because that damn capitalist raccoon let me stop chopping wood and building houses for two hours. I am Sir Ian Dangerous, the only podcast host that's too big for absolutely no nights. But uh, yes, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to Busted Wide Open. We are here once again to recap everything that's happened well, well, since our last show in the world of wrestling. And right now, that's a very strange world indeed because our whole world is pretty strange right now, Nick. Everything's yep. kind of weird and upside down. We're going to look back at these episodes in the future and just be like, man, those are some weird times. But uh, but here we are nonetheless, and we've got to go over a bunch of stuff. Uh, Raw was the go-home Raw before WrestleMania. Kind of felt like it sometimes. Sometimes it didn't. We'll yep. talk about all of that. Yep. Uh, there's some news to go over. There's some other things to discuss, but... Nick, let's do a little bit of housekeeping, and we'll get into the show and talk about all that stuff. Yes, indeed, guys. Come over to Facebook. Join us in the discussion group. Just search for Busted Wide Open on Facebook. You can like our page. Send us a join request to get into the group with the rest of the phenomenal ones, mm. our lovely, lovely patrons. Uh, but you'll, inside, you'll find lots of memes, fun news stories from reliable sources. Uh, you will also find lots of great co- um, conversations happening in a very positive, inclusive kind of community that we are very proud of. And thank you to all of our uh, listeners and fans that are part of that group for keeping it that way. And hat tip to the sheriff. 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 For uh, keeping uh, things in order in there. Uh, you can also follow us over on uh, Instagram and Twitter at BWO Podcast. We stream live right here on YouTube at youtube.com slash busted wide open every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, and every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, where we also do our patron mailbag show on Saturdays right after the main show. But to get your questions in for that, you have to be a patron. So head over to patreon.com slash BWO. It is the best way to support the show. You get access to some exclusive goodies in exchange for some of your hard-earned dollars every single month. Access to show notes, um, 
the ability to ask listener questions for that patron mailbag episode, bonus episodes such as the new and improved Nick booking that is coming oh, up God. because I had Finally. to rewrite that because it was Too funny accurate. enough, it turned out to be like too possible. <laughs> Uh, and not revolting enough to Sir Ian Dangerous. So I had to do some rewrites. I had to oh, shuffle good. I had to shuffle things around a little bit and take it to like level seven. We we didn't quite go to eleven. We got like to seven. So why not far. go to level forty two? <laughs> but um cheese. But to get in on all of that good stuff, Skype calls, sweet swag, everything, patreon.com slash BWO. Ian, we got a little bit to go over here before we get into Raw, so let's head over and kick things off with the big news. Well, just announced, we got a little bit of AEW news for you. Bizarrely enough, in the middle of all of this, they decided to throw on a tournament. Nick, we've been speculating for months that they're going to put in a mid-card title, and we thought it was the ring, but apparently seen that was a gimmick for MJF, so they're going to give us another mid-card title. Fantastic. The the TNT Championship. Like a television 24-7 European 7-11 champion, TV title championship. All right, belt. All right. calm down there, R-Truth. No, if R-Truth the, the, shows up on AEW with his 24-7 championship, I'm going to lose mark, my mind. I'll mark out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the TNT championship, I'm imagining that's somewhat like a TV championship, kind of literally so, uh, yeah. and they're going to crown that with uh, a tournament that's starting uh, the 8th of April. Uh, it will be an eight-man tournament. And, uh, uh, well, I was going to say we're, uh, let's speculate on who it's going to be, but I already know who four of them are going to be. It was just spoiled on dark. So you don't want, nope. you don't want, you don't want spoilers. I'll tell you right now who the first four guys are going to be nope. on, uh, in block A. You don't want to know? No, I don't want to know. You're going to know now. Uh, Sean Spears versus Cody will be on, will be the first match. And then, uh, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara will be the other first match. Block B, we still don't know. That's still up in the air. So, Nick, based on who we have in Block A, who do you see falling in on Block B? Like, who are the other four guys going to be? Lance Archer. No. Uh, what? You don't think so? Yeah, don't, not this early, do you think? Yeah. Why not? I, hmm, I guess you're right. Yeah, why not at this point? I was going to say someone uh, someone like Joey Janela could fit right in there. Or, you got two uh, heels, two faces in, in what we know already. In sure. Spears and Guevara and Allen yeah. and Cody, right? Yeah. So you need yeah. two more of each for the B block. Yeah. So who are those going to be? I mean, Jimmy Havoc, he's kind of a heel, yep. kind I of. Can see Havoc. Kind of he, can, he can go both ways. Um, so yeah, Janela, Havoc, uh, maybe Kip Sabian. He's still around, kicking yep. around. Um, trying to think who else is a single right now. Boom, boom. <laughs> Cabana. I mean, could he did Cab- just fight for Cabana. the NWA TV title weeks ago so right i why not come compete for aews now (laughs) why not why not i could see that he's 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 becoming a regular on bte so why not no there's lots of uh lots of possibilities here uh we were saying that you know they gotta do something with sean spears this could be a really good mid-card title for him uh but i think he's got to go through cody to get there no, that could be a revisiting of Cody just yeah. better than Sean Spears. So I'm very curious what they have to do there. It could also be a really good title for someone like Sammy Guevara or Darby Allen. This has Darby Allen's name all over it. Like it was almost tailor made for him right here. The way I'm seeing this, I, like I'll, I'll call my pick now. Darby Allen's getting this because if you look at the ring, it's on MJF, which is a heel. You've currently got your face champ and Moxley. Your tag right. champs are Omega and 
um, uh, Hangman. I could also argue you could put it on Sammy Guevara and bring some gold back to the uh, inner circle. I, so I'm acceptable as well. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, this could go a lot of different ways, which makes it very exciting. Uh, speaking of exciting news, Nick, I'd like to take this moment to announce that it is official. For those of you who called it, called for it months ago, it is official as of today. Uh, the challenge has been thrown down. It was actually kind of a mutual throwdown. We just we just uh, kind of hashed out a lot of the details today. We will be going head to head with the Going in Raw podcast in WrestleMania Pickums this weekend. That's right. If you're a fan of the very excellent Going in Raw podcast and all of their accompanying shows, uh, then you know about Steve and Larson. Lars they have and accepted. They they have accepted the challenge, uh, and we've accepted their challenge. To once again go head to head in direct oh, competition. Oh yeah! Well, I challenge at, you. Oh at, yeah! Well, I challenge you. <laughs> pretty much how it went. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll 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 just play it that way. Uh, yeah. No. So it's it's going to happen. We are uh, we are apparently playing not this time for promos. Last time it was for who got to do a promo on the other person's show, the other guy's shows. This time. Uh oh. Nick, the loser, the losing podcast. Uh, well, both, both podcasts will have to manufacture and create, and I have, I have where we have to go for this, but the, the winning podcast will manufacture a temporary tattoo that the losing podcast will have to wear on their neck for as many shows as it takes for it to wear off. Oh boy. <laughs> what if so, you have things like a job <laughs> uh, where I'm on any- camera all day, every day? <laughs> Well, don't lose. <laughs> no kidding. Finally, a chance to redeem myself. Yeah, and show well, that my it wasn't a one-time fluke. Yes, it's finally arrived. Yes, yes my moment to shine. Nick, uh, come on, buddy. Come on, go for two. Go two for two. Lars make and me, Steven, make me proud. I'm coming for you. Oh boy, I'm coming. Yeah, they're gonna go one on one. Uh, with the two of us. All right, right. so that's that's the the challenge has been accepted and thrown down, and all of the rest. Stephen Larson, best of luck. You're going to need it uh, from us here at the Busted Wide Open Podcast. All of our phenomenal ones are coming for you. But Nick, that is the big news. Let's head over and talk about Monday Night Raw. Well, I got to say, this Raw, it was, listen, mixed bag here, and I want to be fair. We've been, I've personally been pretty down on Raw since we've started this whole thing. The, the Stone Cold one was all right. Uh, uh, a little yeah, shaky. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was a little shaky. Uh, Saxton kind of saved it at the end, you know, just being Saxton. But Triple H SmackDown still the best thing they've done absolutely. since this all started. This Raw... If you look at it in the bites, in the pieces, like we tend to do most of the times as we break down show, each of the individual bites were were really good. Like each of the promos that we saw. In the cumulative, though, it looks like they all went to their houses, recorded promos, and shipped them off to WWE that wadded them up into one 180-minute video and broadcast it out on USA. I'm not going to lie, though. In in one sense... You know, if you're not looking for a big action wrestling show, this was very satisfying because a lot of those promos, I think, really drove them. The by the way, this was a show full of promos, mm-hmm. and pretty much every single one was a a knock it out of the park promo, like nailed nailed the promo. Yeah. Um. Either they brought something new to the feud, or the promo itself was very strong. 
so no matter what, it was it was very good as as promo school, if you will. What it wasn't was an entertaining wrestling show from start to finish, if that makes sense. This is a wrestling show that would have been better digested in you on YouTube. Yeah, just watching the different segments as opposed to sitting there for three hours and watching it, which at a certain point became a freaking grind. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, th- I agree with you completely, Nick. Taken in pieces, it was very good. A lot of very good pieces. Just the whole was kind of a drag. Uh, but that being said, let's break down those pieces one by one because those were all very good. Undertaker started the show. We had a little package about AJ Styles getting in his head and, and, uh, and coming for Undertaker and calling him out. Alan Jones. <laughs> Undertaker called AJ by his real name. Uh, yeah, we broke we broke a couple of different walls down, a couple of different kayfabe walls down on this. This was uh, WrestleMania fourth wall edition. <laughs> That's what we're building towards here. Yeah, which which smelled very Paul Heyman to me. But you know, a lot of these promos smelled very ECW. Um, you know, yeah. just just in presentation and in intensity and the way that they were shot. Yeah. If that makes sense, it does. Um, finding different backgrounds for each one of them, where the characters are living right now. Undertaker was in a misty room, perfectly lit uh, to accentuate the lines on his face and make him look really spooky. Right. Except he was wearing his uh, like kind of an American badass kind of outfit. He had the beanie on, he had the leather jacket, jeans. Um, he didn't roll his eyes back at the end when he said, "You're going to rest in peace." Um. But what he did do is deliver an absolutely fantastic promo. And it was a little bit more reminiscent of Biker Taker in that he didn't rely on a lot of the like the Undertaker drama stuff that he does, like the, the uh, heightened speech or anything like that. It was very straightforward. AJ. He even broke I out could, the Limp Biscuit lyrics. Well, he also, yeah, he also called him an ass clown. Oh, he said, uh, your mouse writing checks that your ass can't cash. And I'm right, that going, was a... I, well, I know where that's from. He also said, I'll make you famous. A yeah. lot of stuff from the old biker, like the old biker taker playbook. Leather um, jacket. And I'm sitting there going, oh, maybe saying. we are getting this. Right. <laughs> Which, of course, it was that was just more, you know, who he really is was that character. So I think they're doing basically like a modern take on it. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Shouldn't have the music, but I'm not mad at this take of it. Yeah. Um, but the whole promo was, and this is going to be a tough show, Nick, because it's really tough to describe promos without just listing off what they said. Yeah. But it's essentially what he said was, all right, I understand you want to come for me. You're not good enough to be in the WWE because you never were back when all these great guys were here. You had to wait till everyone was gone. Only ones left is me. And I'm definitely, I've got more good matches behind me that I got in front of me. Fair enough. But here's where you screwed up. You brought up my wife. <laughs> like all, all the rest of it, I could have forgiven, but you went there. Oh, no, you didn't. And uh, <laughs> that I do not forgive. So, AJ, you were dumb enough to challenge me to a boneyard match. Well, that was a really bad idea because I'm the goddamn Undertaker and I'm going to make you rest in peace. So that's that was essentially what he, what he was going for. There's only two things I got to ask about this, Nick. Um, okay. uh, one was at one point he said, you bring your little lap dogs, meaning the good brothers, and it's fine because you'll be facing the unholy trinity. What was that? I don't know. Uh, what what are what does he mean by the unholy trinity? Is that just like a is that a turn of phrase to mean that he's bringing 
the evil father, the evil son, and the evil Holy Ghost, or is there a literal posse that he's bringing to this boneyard match? I'm and if so, who? Sure. I mean, him and Kane. The, I mean, brothers of destruction, Kane. But I right. mean, unholy his trinity. Wife? We've never heard. Of. Maybe his wife is is so his him, wife going to get hands on Carl Anderson for saying so what he said? You know, him versus AJ. Kane versus Car. Uh, Kane versus Luke Gallows, and then Michelle McCool versus Carl, Carl Anderson. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking for like you know matchups here. I don't know what what there else was, could that be. There was some other hype video that they showed. Uh, it, I think it was on the commercials or something like that for WrestleMania. They were showing it, and it was this quick like flash of scene at what showed what looked like a a graveyard from Beetlejuice, from like the 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 little monument the guy was the main character was building. It looked like like fake grass and like stuff, foam board tombstones and things like that. Uh, you know, it, fine. Are we going to do it in a in a fake grass? fake cemetery okay because it would kind of be disrespectful to do it on one where there were actually people buried you know (laughs) how desecrating people's resting places you know right right of course it's going to be fake but i mean is is it going to like look like shit like are we actually going to have holes are people going to get buried what the hell is a boneyard match i want to hope it's a buried alive match but I don't know. We'll see. I'm nervous about a few of these matches on this show because yeah. I just, oh, it's going to be so cheesy. Ah, I'm worried this one's going to be cheesy too. But um, I guess that, that leads me to my second question, Nick, is do you think that they'll be able to pull off a match worthy of both of them given all of the stipulations and the fact that they're kind of breaking down the fourth wall and Undertaker here? Like, is that the best idea when you actually have the best possible scenario? I mean... I'm actually going to I'm going to stop myself because I was going to say the best scenario to have Undertaker be a supernatural force but you already have a supernatural force match with the Bray Wyatt John Cena match which is going to be very yeah. like that that they they're trying to differentiate the two I guess. So maybe that maybe it's a good thing to have Taker be more realistic. I'm I'm kind of thinking on my feet on this one. But yeah. I'm saying like do you think that we'll be able to get a good match out of this? Or is it just hard to tell because we don't know what the hell a Boneyard match is? If there's anybody on the WWE roster to put Taker with to have a good match, it's AJ freaking Styles. So that makes me skeptically optimistic that they're going to be able to pull off something that's a lot of If they were going to have a regular match, yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. If it's in a fake graveyard... All all I know is if he doesn't tombstone him into a tombstone, I'm going to be jealous. Or, or uh, disappointed. Tombstone. Yeah, not jealous. To- disappointed. I'm going to be upset. How Tombstone him onto the tombstone. Tombstone on a tombstone for a tombstone. <laughs> or just like, you know, someone brings in a tombstone pizza and just lays it on the ground. And just oh, okay. No. That's silly. No. I got a tombstone in my fridge right now. I'm probably going to have it for dinner. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> nice. Uh, also, taking everyone to promo class this week, Edge, mm. hiding hiding backstage in his edgy corner. Or at his house. Being a- being all edgy. I'm not, I don't, well, he was in a dark corner somewhere. He looked like he was standing at his front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, then his front door's got a dark corner next to it because he yeah. was definitely in a moody place. And he was feeling pretty moody because Randy Orton made him, made him moody because goddamn Orton put his hands on his wife, had, had, had the names of his two daughters in his mouth. He went too far. But he's got grit. He's de- well... He doesn't have the right kind of grit. Edge disagreed with Randy's definition of grit because to Edge, grit, this is a feud about grit, a lot of grit, 
a lot of the a lot of use of the words grits. Yeah. Um, I'm like they're hung. It's like they're hungry. I know. I was yeah. gonna say mm, mm. tombstones and grits. Mm. Uh, but no, it was, he disagreed. He said Randy was a you know he was a spoiled little brat. Edge had to work for everything he got. He didn't want to be someone else's lackey in Evolution, um, and that you know he was the kind of guy who who lost his way a few times, and Edge was there to bring him back on on the on the track and pull him out of the hole. And he said this time, Randy had screwed up again, put himself back in a hole by mentioning uh, Edge's, Edge's kids and putting hands on Edge's wife. Edge was ready to walk away, and Randy done screwed up again. But this time, Edge is going to pull him out of the hole. He's going to step on his head. He's going to push him so far down, he'll never get out. Whew. So mm, this, was, this was hot fire. This was uh, Edge taking those acting classes and putting them to work. The question, Nick, is did this add anything to the feud or did it put like a capstone on it for you? Uh, a little bit of both. I feel like we needed to hear this from Edge and I feel like it was a good idea to do it on the go-home show because we hadn't really heard much from Edge other than that time. A couple weeks ago, he ran out and uh, tried to come after him. But at the end of the day, we needed to have this sort of get the last word in kind of moment. Um I doubt I was proven right. I didn't think we'd have any kind of physicality on the show. They are pre-taping this, these yeah. spoiler alert. So that's the reason I think why we got a lot of promos like this is because you can do them in isolation and you can ship them all off and ball them up into a show, right? It's, it's editing. So I, I feel like that we needed to get Edge out here. We needed him to have a response. Andy, uh, Randy has had a chance to speak. Edge needed a chance to speak. Now we've got it. I'm hyped for this match. I want to see what happens. Last man standing, end-all, be-all kind of stipulation. Let's see where this goes. And, and again, much like I said with Taker and AJ, these two guys are absolute veterans of this craft. If, if they can't go out there and put on a good match, nobody can. Well, if they can't put, go out there and put on a good promo, especially when they're allowed to pre-tape it and do a couple takes on it and really nail it, they don't have to do it live in front of an audience yeah, you're going to get some stuff like this where they absolutely put it over the fence. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know that this... This this did feel like, at, at best, a capstone on the build of this feud, but it didn't feel like it added anything new, really. Maybe it's kind of like put closure on the story we're supposed to have. And there was a, there was a bit of that with some of these promos, was this is the final word. Yeah. Um, and their go-home promos. But I would have almost liked to see another twist, like a little twist or something here. This would have been a good place to add a little extra something, to, to bring a little extra something to the table. And all there was was just Edge nailing this promo. But I guess what I'm saying is if your butt wasn't already in the seat before this, this wasn't going to all of a sudden, you know, change the world. I don't know. This was just I like really Edge's good. fire and intensity. And Randy seems to be a little bit less of that and just more cold, calculated killer. Edge has that intensity in him. But but that, Randy seems present, and that's what really matters. Is sometimes and, Randy can seem like he's not. He's like, yeah, I'm just here. This, he seems like he's in the room. So, I'm with you. And if and frankly, if he didn't, I think a lot of people would be shocked because this is one that would be this – this is a feud worth Randy waking up in the morning for. You know Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Owens with his new KO Mania 4 T-shirt. Uh, he had a match where he teamed up with the Street Profits – Versus Seth Rollins, who he has a match with at WrestleMania. And the Street Profits opponents, Angel Garza, owner of the greatest dong in WWE. And his partner, not Andrade. As we reported last week, Andrade does have a legit rib injury, from what we understand, which Zelina Vega confirmed as uh, Angel Garza came out. 
And uh, she said, well, because she's got, she's got uh, the ability to draft all the special talent from wherever, which is a cool superpower to have in the WWE. She's able to call people up from NXT, just like she did with Angel Garza, and put them on the main roster with work matches. And who should she call up to team with them but Austin Theory? who we said last week was probably going to be working this match. And sure enough, here he came out. That's Austin Theory. If you hadn't seen him before, you probably went, huh, looks like a creator wrestler with a beard. Yep. But, uh, yep, they had a 2002 match. 2002 John Cena, like I it said was last a, week. <laughs> with, a, with a beard. Yep. Uh, but they had a, there was a match. It was a match. It was as good of a match as you're going to get without a crowd, really. Everyone, everyone got their stuff in. It was basically the story was uh, Kevin wanted to get tagged in. When he finally did... Seth wasn't in the ring. He wanted Seth the entire match. He couldn't get his hands on him. Uh, just kept not getting his hands on him. But he was finally able to get his hands on Angel Garza. Ooh, hello. And uh, gave him a stunner. One, two, three. Kevin Owens wins the match. Eats a uh, stomp from Seth right after the match. And Seth walks away all cocky. And Kevin Owens cuts a promo after the match. Another great promo. But before we get to that promo, Nick, that's a, that's a different animal. Let's talk about this match because there's a couple things we got to discuss here. One... Yep. We have our first look at Profits versus the new team of Garza and Austin Theory. Given that there's zero reason to watch that match, there's no, there's nothing beyond like, hey, there, these two NXT guys upstarts are going for the championships at WrestleMania. Oof. Uh, I mean, ob- obviously, you know, we can't blame WWE for not having a build to this because. Just everything went wrong here. Isolation, injuries, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Just, yeah, uh, just a mess all around. I'm surprised Couple, we're having di- a match at all, frankly. Two different injuries. Yeah, they're, they're making it work. Um, what do you think about what they have set up here? Like, what do, you, what do you think about the possibility of Profits versus Garza and Theory? Well, first things first, I think Austin Theory needs to go back to learning how to catch outside the ring. Uh, that was one of the things I was going to bring up is that Austin Theory I no- left. I noticed a few things that happened there in that whole transition. It all got caught on camera. Um, yes, you might and have seen Seth, Seth Roll- Well, you might have seen Seth Rollins sneak around to the bottom side of the ring. He went to get to grab Montez uh, and trip him to keep him from doing the tope out to uh, out to Theory. It looks like that wasn't the case. And I, it makes me wonder, was it the plan for him to trip him and for Ford to fall on his face? Or was he supposed to actually go continue and do the tope? And maybe Austin Theory didn't know that. I'm sitting here going like, what's, either way, what it you can like see was- a guy running at you and stomping across the ring. Get your ass, get your over-physical, overworked-out ass up off the ground and catch the dude. He weighs like Just 92 take pounds. Take something it's- off of him. He just let him fall right on his back on the floor. Montez Ford basically and did a tope over the move. top and just, and just splat. It just scared splat on the his back. shit out of me. And Theory just kind of like looked over and went, nope, not touching it. And just didn't he just whoop, let him die. And uh, yeah, Tez was even tweeting afterwards about how he, his back was just jacked from oh. that. So I can't, I, oh, oh, it looked bad. <laughs> just, the, just splat. Splat like a toad on a windshield. Oh, my God. Uh, whatever happened there, whatever kind of miscommunication, that sucked. <laughs> so hopefully Tez is ready to go for WrestleMania because, my God. Um, yeah, I wonder if that'll have repercussions because it, it did seem like Theory did just didn't catch him. You know, and that's... Uh, not good, not one, a good look. One, one wonders, you know, you, we have no idea what 
was going on backstage when it comes to that. Maybe it was something that was, you know, swept under the rug. Is a hey, no problem, it happens. Or if they were, if they reamed him out for not. I'm gonna say he probably got a pretty good ass chewing. He probably uh, got yeah, chewing. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good ass chewing on that one. Or he's gonna get a receipt at some point. We'll see how how <laughs> stiff they are in him at WrestleMania. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, yeah. So the the tag team match appears to be set. Austin Theory, a little bit of an underwhelming debut when they brought him out. Uh, but whatever. He's on Raw. I mean, the guy is going to be at WrestleMania. If that doesn't tell you that they know he's a blue chipper <laughs> and the, the losing that the streak that's going on NXT is just a phase, yeah. that totally does to me. Of all the people they could have called up, that's, that's, telling, that's very telling to me. Yep. All right, so let's talk about Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins here. Okay. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens did cut a live promo after this match. Sitting in the ring, just ate a, a curb stomp, and uh, he basically, uh, to me, like when I said that Edge didn't really add something new to the feud, Kevin Owens, to me, landed the plane on the feud, where he, in this promo, he really kind of brought everything home, where all the stuff Seth's been saying for the last few weeks about, you know, Kevin being a latecomer to the Performance Center, Seth being like one of the founders, um, about... Kevin Owens never having a WrestleMania moment and Seth being a god when he's under pressure. This was Kevin's retort to that. And I thought he turned it around nicely. He did. Where he said, you know, you've kicked some sense into me. Um, I'm, you know, he basically said, you know, no one ever liked you at the Performance Center. And yes, you've had a good WrestleMania run, but everything you've ever done has been underhanded at WrestleMania. So this weekend, I'm going to show you that you're not a prophet. You're not a messiah. You're not a god. Uh, and I'm going to take your WrestleMania moment from you. I'm basically going to prove that your streak is false, just like you are. Which I thought was, okay, for a feud that's kind of gotten very muted, it started off really hot, low these many months ago, when Samoa Joe was involved, and AOP right. was involved, and we're building up to the Seth character. Like, that was all good stuff. But it's kind of, mm, it's been on cruise control for a while, Nick. It has, but this was not cruise control. This was shifting no. into fifth gear, in my opinion, to the point that I actually thought we were going to add a stipulation to this, that we might get a cell match, that we might get something so that, because Kevin kept making points about... We have a stipulation. We have a stipulation. It's a performance center match. Oh. It's going to be kind of like what we... No, it's going to be kind of like what we just saw from uh, Chomp and Gargano a couple weeks ago. They're going to brawl throughout the performance center. Okay. That's not what I meant, but... oh. Sorry. We need it. the the things that Kevin was saying is that we need we there's always help around for you and frankly I did too I had the Viking Raiders and I had Samoa Joe and all this other stuff yes. right not neither one of us have really truly gotten hands on each other going all mm. the way back to when you came out of the van and AOP was beating my ass right we've we've there's always been other people involved this time. I'm going to get you one on one. This time, you're not going to get the underhanded win at WrestleMania. I'm going to take that from you. Yeah. And that little bit right there, I'm going to take that from you. I was like, oh, he's winning. Well, maybe, you know, if you're in a stipulation for that, I'm surprised they didn't make it a no interference match. You know what I mean? Where no interference is allowed in their match or something like that. Or an empty arena, you know. Make up a rule. Well, they're kind of doing an empty arena. They're doing. I understand, but I mean, you <laughs> steer the ship into it, so to speak. Right? Lock I mean, the doors. Like, yeah. have them go. Yeah, maybe have that. Like, put them in the performance center. Lock all the doors with them and a ref. You know what I mean? Yeah. They like, got take weights. They got like nine rings. Right. They got all kinds of stuff. And just, just the two of them and a ref and the cameraman and just let them that, go. That would have definitely, I think, taken it to the next level. Like, if you, if you make it, if you go the extra distance. Can you imagine him doing that promo? 
You know, he's like, I, I'm just going to get my hands on you. I want it to be you and me where it all began in the Performance Center. We're going to get some chains. We're going to get some locks. We're going to lock those doors. Neither one of us is getting out. And it's just you and me and a referee. And that referee better get the hell out of the way. Yep. Because when we get into each other, I'm going to show you such a world of pain. He's not going to want to be anywhere near that until I have you on your back and he counts one, two, three on you. Yep. Falls count anywhere. You could have. Falls count Fall- anywhere. In the performance no D- center. No yeah. DQ, no interference, just you and me in a giant box. Anything goes. Yeah. Hell, you got my attention if you, if you try to sell it like that. You know, to your point, I feel like that they saw the success of that NXT episode. I don't remember if you really liked it or not. I feel like you weren't that big on it, but uh, Gargano and Champa going through the Performance Center and destroying everything. It, it was, was fine, fine yeah. right? I dug, I dug it. Um, do we want to see that redux all over again <laughs> with these two guys? That's what I'm worried about. You know? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm worried about. I'm worried that they're going to do something that's already been done. Yeah. They're going to have to one-up it. That's for sure. You know, the, the, the bar has been, has been set. I'll say this. So. The presentation was nice. The performance yeah. by KO was really nice. I like that he was sitting. Calling him a sitting, dipshit was nice. <laughs> Calling <laughs> him a dipshit. Dip I hey. like. I like that he was just kind of like, "All right, Seth. All right, that's, that's yeah. okay. It's gonna be like that. All right. Ra- so let me tell ropes. you something. Yeah. I, I'm surprised he didn't up. pull out a cig and a little, you know, a snifter of scotch or something, and just <laughs> listen, Seth. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> so I, I liked the presentation. There's of some it. things we need to talk about. Yes, exactly. And we're going to talk about them right now. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. Well, uh, that wasn't the only promo on the show, Nick. It was it was what? good stuff. Not, oh, there was a bunch of promos. No, no, no. We're going to keep talking about promos. It's literally promo, promo, promo. Uh, Becky Lynch cut a promo on Shayna Baszler. And uh, again, this time it wasn't just a promo. Uh, they did a good job, I thought, of changing up how everything was done. You know what I mean? Undertaker in a dark, misty room. Kevin Owens in a room, in, a, in the ring after losing a match. Uh, Edge in a At corner his front next door. to his front door. Right, <laughs> in a dark corner near his front door, sure. And they had Becky Lynch in front of the Titantron, drives in in her Becky-mobile, uh, her, her semi-Becky, her semi-Lynch. I don't know what to call it. And uh, That Becky-mobile. That Becky-mobile. <laughs> Stands in front of the uh, Titantron, or whatever you're calling it, the Performance Center, and uh, says, that's right, I, I, I'm still the champ, and I've been the champ ever since I beat Ronda and Charlotte last year at WrestleMania. Let's take a look. And I thought she was going to show us like a, a recap package, but no, it was the entire match, the entire triple threat from last year. Her and, Shane, her and, uh, Becky, her and um, excuse me, Charlotte and uh, Ronda Rousey and their match. And she goes back from it, and she says, well, I've never seen that match since it happened. Huh, how about that? You know, Shayna, the funny thing is, is you think that taking my title from me will destroy me. And it probably will. It'll really suck. But here's the thing. If you lose, what does that make you? Because you tried all this time to get out of Ronda Rousey's shadow. And if you can't beat me, you stay right where you are as being good, but just not as good. So I think it'll destroy you if you lose. So we both have something on the line. I liked that little... Again, they added a little something to the story. They added a little more to this. They put another piece, a final piece of the puzzle on this to give you the full picture of the match. Thought it was great. Becky delivered everything fantastically. Another great promo. 
Except at the end, Becky got choked out by Shayna Baszler. Right. And then slammed into a table. Um, what do you think about Shayna's new move being grabbed by the legs and swing their heads into objects? I mean, I feel like Nia did that shit, too, on the barricades quite a bit. She would, like, whip them back and forth on the barricades, if you remember that, on the pads. Yep. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting here going, you're a, great. you're a damn MMA fighter. Like, come up with something devastating. That's pretty devastating looking. It looks great. All right. All it's right. scary. I I respectfully disagree. I think it's... No, that's fine. I, I think it's it, looks, it looks like something a, a big, like a heavy would do. Like you, you're gonna pick, you're gonna have the power to pick somebody up and and sling them around like a rag doll. Uh, I want something from an MMA fighter that's a little bit more calculated and a little bit more, you know, the the cure for you to clutch is kind of a perfect submission for her because it is a very technical hold. But at the same time, I want her to have other signature moves besides like stomping on elbows. And like I'm looking for her to build up her five moves of doom. Like what are those? Right now, she's got a clutch. What else? They kind of do that, though, right? Asuka's got a billion different moves. They ha- give her a clutch and a kick. They simplify stuff so we know what we're looking at. Um, that's just WWE style. Now, would I like them to go out there and have a match where we see a little bit more from them? Yeah, and I think they could. I hope they do. Yeah. But this wasn't about that. This was about Shannon coming in and beating up Becky for hitting her with a chair last week. They did that. I thought everything they accomplished everything they set out to do here. Um, and the only weird thing was that no one came out to stop Shayna. No one said anything. No one did anything while she was just hurting Becky Lynch. And I know hashtag WWE logic, but it was just a little bit of like somebody, anybody? No, just total silence. Just silence, quiet. Everyone's kind of like, wow, she's really kicking the crap out of her. Huh? How about that? So it, it was, I don't know. It, that, that was a little bit weird. It did kind of enhance the horror of the fact that she just laid out Becky it was also a little awkward and weird. I don't know. It's this, it's hard to judge all this because it's just so weird and it's just such an un uh, undiscovered country what they're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, Andy Jessup with ten bucks in the tip jar. By the way, thank you, Mister Jessup. Andy, thank you very much, thank sir. You, sir. As always, oh, as always, brother. I think he's trying to get, you, to pull that train out of the station again. Don't don't start doing that. Oh, you, you guys legit almost made me cry on the show on Saturday. You were you, you were getting misty. Don't you don't do misty. that to me again, please. Thank you guys, you everybody, misty. for all of that. I it took me a couple of days legit I'm, to recover from that. So I'm still recovering. Ian's still recovering in multiple ways still recovering. from what you guys did to him on Saturday. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. How, uh, here's some Casamigos. You want some more? <laughs> sure. If you oh, have any. I love sure. it. Uh, also, speaking of promos, Paul Heyman. Not, never one to miss a promo. Yeah. Never one to miss a promo. Paul Heyman came out to cut another promo for Brock Lesnar. It's the same Brock promo you've always heard. Here's another guy coming to beat I Brock Lesnar. He's He thinks he's special. He's not special. Brock's beating everybody. He didn't say anything about a spoiler this time. I'll give I him that. I liked this one. The fourth wall edition of WrestleMania continues because he ran down a list of Brock's opponents over the years from John Cena to Randy Couture to everybody that he's fought everywhere. And Hulk I'm Hogan. Going, Hulk Hogan's blood was across his chest like an ancient gladiator. <laughs> it's as, as a way to close the show on a go-home show of Raw... Heyman landed the effing plane. Like I, I this is the thing that I was waiting for. I wanted the button on this feud. I was looking for something 
that would and and the whole thing about Brock's bitch that I I started to just roll my eyes at last week or a couple weeks ago as we started doing this thing, you're gonna be nothing more than Brock's bitch. And I just kind of goes, oh God, roll the credits. We're out of time. We gotta go. Yes, I want to see He's that gonna, fight now. I I love that. He's gonna beat you fugly. That was one of my favorites. But yeah, again, only Paul Heyman is so good at promos. He can cut the same goddamn promo. I'm sorry, we should bleep that. They bleeped him when he said goddamn. Yeah. That god beep promo for this for the for the for what five years now? Seven years? Yeah. 10, 20? However uh, long he's been cutting these Brock promos. I, it's been about five years. Ever since he ever since he beat Taker, it's been the same promo. Um he can do it constantly and make it just different enough every time that it's engaging and you need to pay attention. It's still like you sit there. You can you can you can tune out. You can leave it on. Just be like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. He's saying the same damn thing. But he'll 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 get you back in. He'll put a twist of phrase or he'll a, a, a nuance in his voice, and he'll he'll bring you back in. He did it again. And then and the go home shot of Brock Lesnar, close up, right the silence after Paul Heyman's like, yeah, Brock and Brock's gonna kill you. I peed a little. <clears throat> and just admit. Brock staring into the camera, and it just in silence and and it fades out. I can't let damn it. And in combination with what Heyman said, he says, I I sometimes do predictions. I sometimes do spoilers, but tonight I'm going to give you a guarantee. Mm -hmm. And I went, Oh God, don't do this to Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Like we were never upset at Roman Reigns losing to Brock Lesnar. But if you do this to Drew after this ascent that we've been on for the last three or four months, Oh God, they could really do this. Oh you God! Really, you want to you want to know something, Nick? What? Drew McIntyre should lose on Sunday, and he should do it on Saturday because it shouldn't be the main event of Sunday. And I'll tell you why. Because this should not be Drew McIntyre's coronation. This should not be the moment that he beats the Beast. This should be the moment that the Beast gets one over on him. Shows how dangerous Brock Lesnar is. That yes, Drew's really good, but Brock's just a little bit better. And then. At SummerSlam, in front of a crowd, is when Drew should finally take the title off of Brock Lesnar. In front of a crowd. That's the key thing here. If you have Drew beat Brock in front of nobody, it's going to be so anticlimactic, it's going to be a wet fart in the wind. He should lose to Brock at WrestleMania. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I just I'm I'm very one allegedly we're gonna have SummerSlam with an audience we don't know that yet two I where does he go where does he go after losing to Brock back to Scotland I mean you've seen the the video package they put together of him going to Scotland he's genius Rocky's got to go back and train again right hoisting his kegs on his shoulders and picking up an Atlas stone all in his skivvies. He's in his damn wrestling trunks in Scotland. The le- the land the land where everyone wears kilts with no underwear, and he's the other way around. He's wearing an underwear with no kilt, and it and just, just looks silly. Standing in the the wind blows a hundred million miles an hour over there. He's just and standing and just taking it's it. Wet. Yeah. I, I my family's from Scotland. I go to Scotland. I've been to Scotland. My family has a castle in Scotland. I shit you not. And I've been there, and it's beautiful, and I love it, and it speaks. To my soul, but my God, that weather sucks. Yeah, it does. It is brutal. It is brutal. That shot of him 
in the fine Scottish mist <laughs> with the wind blowing in his hair and just he's squinting because it just sucks. Yeah. Just That's real. That's not acting. Yeah. It really sucks out there when you're out on the heather. And the, and the I've never been out going. to the Highlands, but I've been like in Glasgow, and I, you know I've I, Close it's enough. cold and rainy enough there. You know oh. I can't imagine with the wind blowing a hundred miles an hour around a oh. mountain. It's really, <laughs> and this guy is in tidy blackies. He's in the little trunks. Like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, he's keeping his package warm. Oh my warm. god. <laughs> oh. We always joke about Garza dong. Drew McIntyre dong is is retracted up into his abdomen. Right. For being out in that weather. Oh, yeah. I couldn't take it seriously because I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to take it seriously. And then they showed him in his little trunks, and I was like, oh, no. God, no. He's all out there on the heather. He's on the mountain screaming, let's go. <laughs> and, he, and he's got his old Scottish Mickey with him <laughs> from his ringside, his coach. <laughs> oh. Even Rocky had a montage. Oh, my God. Montage. At least didn't have him running around chasing sheep. Come here, you little bastard. <laughs> I'm going to bug you. <laughs> You're going to eat thunder and shit lightning rock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's like a Scottish Zeus. Like, he's just, there's it's just so much muscle on that dude. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It looked great, except, yeah. for, the, except for the trunks. It looked great. Him doing the tug of war over a over a crick. <laughs> oh, Against okay. ten dudes. Oh man, that whole video thing was fantastic. Um, I I don't believe that Lesnar's going to win. Okay. I believe they're going to go forward with the Drew coronation. I'm not going to whip out uh, Steiner math on you for this, am I? No. Because I will. But I, but I believe you. I, I I I definitely am taking on board what you had to say because it is a big deal. Like, you know, all joking aside, you're absolutely right. Do they do they spend that capital that they've spent years building for with no audience? That's what I'm saying. With no audience, like it's you've got to coordinate them from an, in front of an audience. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Ugh. that's what I'm thinking. Ugh. that's what I'm thinking. Damn the it. numbers don't lie, and they uh. spell disaster for Drew at WrestleMania. Uh, Asuka had a match with Caden Carter, who even Asuka looked at and said, Who are you? After screaming in Japanese for a while, which, ah. Uh, Asuka is a treasure. If you listen to this show two years ago, a year and a half ago, what did we always say whenever Asuka comes out? Can you just have her scream at us in Japanese? That's literally what we were saying for months and months and months. And now it's every week where I can just sit there and go, ah, oh, they're doing it. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oscar screaming. She's and not, screaming at not to Japanese. mention the fact that she has been sort of a, you know, a standard bearer of sorts. She's been the staple thing on Raw for the last few weeks as we've gone through this situation that we're in with no audience at the Performance Center. She's been there to be the background noise. You know, even yeah. the first episode with Triple H on commentary. Oh, they didn't see her. Asuka snuck in through the crowd. And just like that kind of shit. I love it. And then have her screaming on commentary. Somebody said in the chat last night when we were watching Raw, uh, all of us on Discord, and they said, man, should Saxon, should Saxon and um, uh, Phillips be sitting that close to each other? Hashtag social distancing. Social distancing. And I'm like, do you not see that crazy Asian chick screaming right next to him? <laughs> 
she is so good at just easy peasy. Yeah, exactly. Easy peasy. Yeah, I, I would be sitting back too. Yeah, and she, and, and then like mocked like DJing, right? Like DJing on air. Oh, she's God. Just preserve her in amber. Yes, she's she's priceless. Uh but yeah. So she murdered, murdered, murdered Kate and Carter. Someone I have uh, incredibly high hopes for. Yeah, oh no. Well, Getting TV time on the go-home show for WrestleMania. A good look. It's a good look. She's got another shot at the uh, ladder match. There's a, there's a uh, uh, I believe it's a five-woman um, second chance match on NXT this week. Or it will be on NXT for the ladder match. She's part of that. So fingers crossed for her. But, uh, yeah, Asuka just murdered her. The, but the problem is, is, okay, great, squash match. You just had Asuka lose clean to Alexa Bliss last week. Why are you having name. champs lose before the match? It makes me insane. It makes me insane. Like, unless they've got, unless they have Asuka and Kyrie Sane. And Kyrie Sane, by the way, wasn't here because she just got married and she's in Japan and there was, they're trying to, she is cleared, but they're trying to hold off on her traveling right a little, now. Yeah, a little hard to get in and out of international yeah. flights right now. Yeah. But she will be there at WrestleMania. But Confirm, dear God. Really? You got that down? Confirm? That's what they, uh, well, she had to shoot the damn match. That's so, good point. Good point. but then again, then again, there's a lot of mis- misinformation coming out. So who freaking knows? Um, but yeah, I, just, I don't understand this build for this match at all. It's all over the place, but I don't know. I'm rooting for Oscar. I know, I know that she's probably going to drop her belts, um, which may be the best thing for her. But yeah. at the same time, especially if Kyrie's like, not going to be well, around for a while, you know, I'm not going to say that they shouldn't have taken away Kyrie Sane's pirate gimmick before doing a pirate-themed WrestleMania. I'm not saying that God or Yahweh or, or, or whatever, whatever giant greater spirit you believe in did something to scupper all this because Kyrie Sane should have been the pirate princess going into a pirate WrestleMania. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. Go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, you got to do that. You got to be like that. Then if Kyrie can't be a pirate at the pirate WrestleMania, then no one gets a pirate WrestleMania. How's that? How's that? What do you think? <laughs> that sounds like exactly what they're doing. But the uh, graphics <laughs> are they're reusing all the graphics. So can't your people make new graphics that aren't the Tampa Pirate graphics <laughs> in like five minutes? Like, come on, guys. I wonder, and I wonder how much that we get was out like of a here, shot. They're still advertising. Roman Goldberg. Okay, so I've got that later on the notes. So pause. Hold I on. That sorry, one. I jumped ahead. That's I had okay. to get that out because that I know. Well, oh, it's coming. It's coming, baby. Don't worry. Oh. We're, we're, that's coming. Hold on. We got to talk about how Charlotte kicked Rhea into a door outside, and then everyone clustered around both of them. And I was just sitting there going, "Do none of you care about social distancing? I gotta sit in my house, and I can't leave, and I can't work. But you guys are fine, just hugging on each other and spitting on each other's faces in a parking lot." That's fine. Okay. Uh, you had Alistair Black murder Jason Cade, basically just a jobber squash. Alistair looked great. They still can't get the damn entrance right, even in a closed environment. They can't. They Go call NXT and tell them how to have them tell you how it's done. Alistair Black looked great. Um, that Lashley feud is just garbage, but he looks great. Yep. So, um, so, yeah, that was, that was the show. So, okay, Nick. Let's let's start with your with your Goldberg thing, and then we'll talk about. I want to just kind of put a cap on it, but all right. Yes, during the promo package, they still are showing Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, even though Roman has confirmed he's not doing that match. Right. Every news outlet has confirmed 
that match is not happening. Is this false advertising of the highest order here? Or what is what is the rationale for this? What's going on? You mean on? like saying Undertaker and Stone Cold are going to be on an episode of SmackDown and then they're not showing up? Sure. They've Why never not? done that before. Why couldn't they? And they didn't do a single bit of build for Strowman and Goldberg. Not a single bit. Strowman's a raw guy. You had three hours. No Strowman. No build. No nothing. Why? What? How are they going to make this work? How are they going to make this match at all meaningful? If that's even the plan, which of course, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm silly for even saying that. How are they going to make that watchable if they don't have, you have the opportunity to have a build for it here on this show. <clears throat> Didn't do it. Yeah. What was, uh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't get it. I don't know. This, that's one of the most, it's probably the most bizarre thing. There was, there was so much they could have done. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of the the uh, Braun Strowman and Goldberg match, I just actually in the middle of the show, uh, Larson just texted me to say uh, we are going to be including an extra bonus point for who walks out of WrestleMania as the twenty four seven champ, and the tiebreaker will actually be the length bell to bell of the Goldberg and Strowman match. So, allegedly, yeah. the well, yeah, <laughs> no, there'll be a match, but. You know, that's our tiebreaker. Gotcha. Okay. So prepare your loins, Nick. It's happening. It's going down. Uh, so now I'm starting to think, are they going to, are they doing the same thing? Are they just going to have Goldberg retain until, I mean, do they, do they watch too much mainstream media and think this is all going to blow over by next week? You know, I like what do the, and then we're it's, just going to have our matches at SummerSlam in two months. It's Vince, man. It's uh, Vince. And you know, he's, he, the, you know, he doesn't want, he wants as little disruption as possible. He wants to get back to having crowds as soon as possible. The only reason the WrestleMania is not actually happening is because pretty much he was forced by the government not oh, to yeah. have it. The second, the second that they are allowed to do anything, we're back to having full shows. This, it's not going to be like New Japan where they're taking their damn time. They're just, WWE is like, we're cool? Cool. Let's do this. Drew's frozen testicles just tipped $10. What? Oh Lord! How, I oh, guess he. Oh, oh, it's Esme. Okay, it's Esme. But y'all got me thinking of Drew's poor <laughs> testicles. She says, "All right, Aww. hi Esme. Thank you, Esme, very much. Thank, Thank you, you, sweetie. Thank to you, Drew's Esme. frozen testes. You know. Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. I don't know that we've ever spoken of testicles on in three years of doing this show, but we Just we have now. Rub your hands together and cup vigorously. That's. <laughs> So, yes, Nick, that, that was raw. That was <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not watching us on YouTube, that's a great reason why you should because the visual yeah, of Nick and I cupping fake testicles and breathing on them, I think, is worth, is worth your time alone, uh, worth the price of admission. But, Nick, that was raw for this week. Yes. Uh, and the last raw before WrestleMania. The well, next raw will be the raw after WrestleMania. What is that going to be like this year? You know, one prediction I, I know is going to be correct. There won't be a Bizarro Land crowd. <laughs> They're not going to have a crazy crowd. They'll be able to control exactly what happens. I'm having I'm having trouble here processing because the last thing I want to talk about here, real quick, is where is your head at? Come Saturday, like I know we still got NXT to get through, and I know we still got SmackDown to get through this week. But as of Raw, and what you saw in promos, scale of one to ten, where are you at 
WrestleMania wise? And what do you, are you? Obviously, we're all kind of down on the fact that we don't have fans and all this is pre-taped and yada yada yada. Doing the best they can. Are you giving them a pass for that? Are you still holding them to a certain standard to develop good content and matches yeah. and all that? Yes, because look at some of the some of the stuff they are doing. Like they're for me, they're they're like the uh, Seth and Kevin Owens has been a bit of a bummer of a feud, and I feel like they've done their best that they can with it. Okay, um, it's not great, but it's not as bad as Lashley and Alistair, Elias and Corbin, which you know just who cares? Um, there's there, and but there's but every WrestleMania, there's some of those matches where you just kind of go, eh, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And I think we've mentioned this on our last show is that all things considered, it's still a pretty damn good WrestleMania card. All things considered. Yeah. It's just going to be disappointing because some of these matches, God damn it, are just not going to be as good without a crowd. Edge Orton is just not, is going to be underwhelming. Edge coming out to well, what is it? 85,000 people in, uh, in uh, Tampa stadium. Oh, uh, Oh, poor guy. Nine years, nine years, nine years, and he can't get a goddamn WrestleMania moment. And what could have been one, like one of the greatest WrestleMania moments of his career versus his buddy Randy Orton. That's just gutting to me. And I can, I mean, I can only imagine how devastated he must be. I'm trying to get out of that headspace of what we're right. missing out on, right. and I, yeah, I haven't point. yet. And that's that's why I was asking you the way I was asking you is because I'm still sitting here, you know, back here three months ago anticipating you know post royal rumble end of january like yeah uh going oh okay drew won the rumble and edge came back and him and orton are gonna have a feud oh, yeah let's go wrestlemania woo yeah screw elimination chamber let's just go straight there i was sure. in like all yeah. of that i was charlotte's winning and she's going after rhea ripley was, for the nxt it was looking so good we oh. were even like okay we understand why they had the the, the goldberg beat the fiend it was dumb, and how they did it was stupid, but we understood. We were like, oh, you know, that's that's the right thing to do. Those are better matches. Yep. We like we were able to logic. Now, though, oh, man. I'm having it's, trouble getting past my disappointment uh, that of, yeah, the, thing, of yes. the way things have gone since then, and it's it can't be helped. It's not something I fault them for. They're doing the best that they can, but it doesn't suck any less. And I'm having trouble getting over that mentally, to, in order to be able to get excited about this weekend. Now, looking at the card, we got 18 matches over the course of the two days, two nights. Something ridiculous like that. We've got a bunch of matches that are going on. And I, I, I'm just sitting there going, yeah, I mean, that one looks awesome, and that one looks awesome, and that one looks awesome, yeah. and that one looks awesome, and that they all look awesome. Are, is it going to deliver, though? I don't know. Or is it know. just going to be kind of awkward? I'm, it's gonna I'm very nervous. It's <laughs> it gonna be is going to be weird. And it's going to be two days of weird. Like if after, can you imagine Saturday night if we're like, wow, that was really weird. I don't oh, know. That was so it. bad. I, I don't want to watch Sunday. I got to do this <laughs> again tomorrow. Oh, I can't pee. Oh, oh, God. I can't watch it. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to do this again. And, oh. and to be coming off the back of maybe the most amazing two nights of Wrestle Kingdom that they've had ever. Well, that's unfair. They're gonna, they had the entire Tokyo Dome. There's a crowd there. But like, I mean, that's, that's they set that bar way up there, and then they were like, they "We're did. gonna do two and, nights too." But oh, would man. they have? Would they have if there had not have been this outbreak? I don't know. I, I think because originally, so. no, because originally NXT was supposed to be Saturday. Oh, so fair. now they're 
Fair. You so, know, so now that so I think and it's also very expensive to have the stadium for two solid days or an right. entire or weekend like that. But yeah. for Mania, they probably would have had anyway for special events and, and that's what I'm saying. No, anyway, besides the point, yep. I, I'm at this weird spot where I'm having trouble getting over my own disappointment in the of what we're not going to get in order to be excited for what we are. And yep. I just I wanted to rap with you about that for a minute because I well, think a lot of people are feeling that way. And you know what, Nick? I think we're going to fall back on something which is. Uh, it's, be, it's becoming kind of like an underlying theme on our show, and that is let's be hashtag skeptically optimistic. All right. Let's try and stay positive about this and just, you know, we're obviously like if they just completely bungle it afterwards, we'll have some things to say about it. But going into it, let's stay positive. And that actually brings us to a little segment on our show that we like to call our moment of positivity. We're going to get a jingle for that one of these days. I promise you, Sean. We will. We will. I just made you guys the Naya dubstep song. If you haven't heard that yet, patrons, go check it out. Where did you put it? Where did you put it in the. It's on Patreon. We'll reveal it to the greater audience at some point. Patreon. Yeah. Patrons are getting a little sneak peek of it right now. Now they're uh, going to be a page. Brooke posted a little little carrot for everybody in the BWO group yes. to, to get a go get sign up. So any patron at any dollar level can hear the song. Uh, give me a little bit. Give us a little bit. I'm not quite happy with it or done with it yet. This this is like version point one. So I'm giving you guys a sneak peek. There is more to do, but we have so much to it's, going on. It's version version one. Yeah. It version one. Yeah. Version so, one. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I think my moment of positivity this week. As it has been for many weeks, if we're just looking at Raw right now, has got to be the continued use of Asuka in the way that they're using her. Yep. It just it like I said earlier, she's become a mainstay and a a, a continued thing that's just there, uh, a presence. I think is just always there, always lively since Elimination Chamber. Man, she's been doing this screaming thing nonstop. It's like she's still in Elimination Chamber three weeks ago. So, just Oscar, man. What a delight to watch her. What a delight to watch everybody react to her, such as commentary, and just constantly being Oscar. And yeah, I, I two years ago I said, you know what they should do? <laughs> just <laughs> hey, no, don't do what you're doing with Shinsuke. Don't make him cut Ameri- just English promos. Just just let Oscar go nuts and just scream at us in Japanese. I'm not, I yeah You're that was going to be mine. I won't. That was going to be mine, Nick. You stole it again, but then again, we have been saying that about Oscar a lot. She has really been the best part of these shows. It's it really has been. It's like she picked um, up that guidon and just started like waving it back and forth like, "Come on, team. Let's yeah, go." Seriously. Just in Japanese. Oh, it's great. Um I mean, what what is more of a mop than the man who is too big for one night, Angel Garza? But uh, I, can't, I can't go with that. Hello. Uh, I'm going to say Shayna. Shayna Baszler. I thought this is how exactly how she should have looked. All right. She looked bigger than Becky. She looked scarier than Becky. Um, she looked, I mean, she looked like a monster, as she should. And they have had some questionable moments with her. Like, I feel like they haven't quite locked in on how to use her. Mm-hmm. This was 
how to use her. And I actually, uh, I tweeted Unstoppable at Josh Barnett. monster kind of thing, you mean? Yeah, I tweeted at Josh Barnett this week uh, just because he posted something where someone added him and, and, and said, you know, hey, Josh, uh, Shayna looked absolutely terrifying this week on Raw. She looked like um, a monster. You know, she looked, she looked like she was really brutal. And he tweeted back at them saying, as it should be. And I, I told him, I was like, I got to admit, I got a serious, when he said that, I got a serious, like, Darth Sidious, Darth Maul vibe from it. Not to be a, like, total nerd, but, like, the master is a, is approves of the pupil. Like, yes, this, this is how you destroy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was a, that was a, ah, that moment was yeah. my moment of positivity. Well, thank you, Surrey and Dangerous. The last thing I want to cover here, now that we're past Raw, I've had several people, new patrons, ask about how we're going to handle the Pick'ems this weekend. And just to give you a general overview, for those of you that have not participated in it before, where the sheets will probably come out sometime after Friday, after we get through SmackDown and we see what sort of the final card is shaping up as. And that gives you... They'll come out right after SmackDown because I ain't got to go to work that night. So oh, yeah, well, <laughs> there we go. I'm going to watch SmackDown and take whatever they give me that night, put them out. They may get edited Saturday because WWE is changing this damn stuff to the last minute, even though they've already recorded the show. <sighs> I'm fine. I'm fine, Nick. It's okay. It, they still it, can't give us the damn card. It's you got to give them a pass. It's just too big for one night. No, this is... Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Anyway, back to what I was saying. If you want to get in, patreon.com slash BWO. you got to be in at least the $5 tier, but go ahead and get in there now uh, so you can be ready for the Pick'ems this weekend. Go ahead and start doing it the way that it works. For those that haven't done it before, we do what's called a confidence bet system. So let's say there's 10 matches. You'll get numbers one through nine, and you got to put a bet on, and you only get to use each number once. you got to put each, uh, each number on there. We'll go over all of that stuff with you guys in the group, but let me know if you guys have any other questions. Patrons, make sure you all participate. There's prizes. There For the grand prize winner, gets, uh, and we've got several people that can attest to it, uh, get T-shirts, stickers, mugs, all kinds of – they get a swag pack. But that's not all. Mm. Whoever comes in dead last, dead mm-hmm. last, dead last, gets a booby prize. Yes, we're not going to tell you what the booby prize is because nope. that would be spoiling it. But it's a good one. We got a good one this time. We got a good one this time. And a good one this time. It's not yes. going to be a beer box. No. I think Trey got that one. Sorry, Trey. That one was lazy. We're <laughs> we're going to do better. That wasn't lazy. That was brilliant. Yeah. That was a that was a BWO approved used beer box. Mailer light, son. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Signed and everything. There's no socks. It wasn't even like expensive we beer. We, got a, we had a, a used dog toy. I mean, we've had a few good booby prizes, but this yeah. was a good one too. Uh, so yeah, there's all kinds of reasons to join up and become a Patreon and uh, and join us for our WrestleMania pickums. Not only the fact that, but uh, getting promoted on by everyone else who's a patron on Facebook is fantastic as well. That's already begun. The, yes. The, the calling out has already begun on, begun on Facebook, and I love it. Yes. It's beautiful. I want to see that so. all week, guys, <laughs> because of the I limit. You Listen, You're amazing. the WrestleMania that we've got coming, we could use some promos on the auxiliary right now. So not that we didn't get an overload of promos last night, but I'm talking about from you guys. So let me see them promos, post them up in the group. Go after your other patrons. Challenge Chris White, the current champion, who will be defending yes. his title one night this week, I guess. I guess mm-hmm. his his championship reign is too big for one night. I'm going to say it so many times. You guys are going to get just as tired of hearing it on here. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing it. 
Oh, guys, well, thank you very much. But that's not it. We're not done oh. just yet. We've got what? just enough time for our other news lightning round. Beep, 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 beep. Well, WrestleMania 32 on ESPN uh, was almost as good as the WrestleMania 30 broadcast. 720,000 people watched that. So, obviously... Still some good equity there for WWE. Uh, Raw this week, just 1.9 million, down pretty far from what Raw normally does. But then again, it's not a normal Raw show, so I can't really blame them. They did do a .58, so it's still pretty strong. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, WWE and FS1 are partnering to put out a whole bunch of WrestleMania content. Uh, Fox Sports in general has actually been doing a lot of stuff with WWE. Uh, both FoxSports.com and the Fox Sports slash Fox Now app uh, is going to have the WWE pay-per-view for the first time. Uh, it's going to be 60 bucks for both nights. And uh, FS1 will actually have will be carrying the pre-show if you want to watch that. Uh, obviously, it will be on the WWE network and it will be on other pay-per-view providers, but I recommend not going with those. I've already seen Xfinity charging 100 bucks for two nights, which is BS. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. You can get um, like fight. fifteen bucks on fight, or you can just pay ten bucks for the network. Yeah, it's yeah, oh just, my god. Just do the ten bucks for the network. It's the best way to do it. Um, but uh, FS1 is going to be making a whole. It's going to be having a whole week of it. Uh, they're doing they're doing the twenty twenty Royal Rumble tonight. Um, they're doing. Uh, let's see, we're doing. They're going to break down WrestleMania 31, 33, and thirty four. They're doing episodes of Wrestle, uh, WWE 24. They're doing that re- the Ruthless Aggression show that just came out on the network. They'll be showing that. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Okay. They're also making a brand new, producing a brand new show called the, quote, Best of WWE. Um, and that's going to be include interviews from uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, Triple H, Charlotte Flair, uh, Ric Flair, Lesnar, uh, Shawn Michaels, Becky Lynch, Undertaker, Roman Reigns. So that's going to be a... Uh, a pretty good show. So, Damn. and then backstage, of course, will also still be airing. As I gotta find well. out if I get FS1 on Hulu. I don't think I do. No, you have to have the Fox app. That's where if you if you watch SmackDown on the Fox app, you got FS1. I don't. So, well then, I'm that's, on it. On it. That's, that's that's a problem. Uh, I the only question I have about that again is for the people that are out there. And their only way to watch is say you're international or say like you can't get the network for whatever reason or or, or whatever else. Is it fair for them to charge sixty to hundred dollars for a show that they can't even release the card? I mean, they've released part of the card, but we don't know what matches on which night. Some of the matches, like they're still telling us, are happening, and we know they're not. You know, so I don't know. I, I that that just seems a little questionable to me. But yeah, who the, who the hell am I? AEW is going to have to tape in an undisclosed location going forward. In fact, they've already taped this week's show, uh, this week's Dynamite and Dark, because of Jacksonville's response to this crisis. Apparently, the parking lot of Daly's Place is actually being used uh, as an external hospital area. Oh, wow. Uh, so they're not able to I didn't tape know that. there anymore. Yeah. The, the, so and also because uh, Jacksonville shut down all hotels, like you can't have anyone from outside of town staying in hotels, so that kind of makes it difficult for them to bring guys in and have them stay at a hotel near the stadium. So, uh, so they are taping now in an undisclosed location because they, they don't want to disclose it because they don't want fans waiting outside trying to get autographs um, for obvious reasons. 
But apparently they've already taped there, and uh, slight spoiler, not really spoiler, there's going to be a match they've taped this week on Dynamite, and that's Moxley versus Hager we're wow. getting this week on Dynamite. Apparently it's quite a corker of a match, Damn. as they say. Uh, WWE has partnered with Sony Pictures Networks to expand their presence on TV in India. They are right now the third most watched sports program in India, but now they are going to be expanding even further, uh, showing all episodes of Raw, SmackDown, Main Event, etc., all across India. They've also said that they've committed to going over there and doing even more live shows and meet and greets, etc. Obviously, once all this is over. That's a rough flight. <laughs> that is a rough flight and a rough tour from what I understand in just in general. They, and they, especially because they also usually package it with like other tours at the same time. So it's a, that's a, that's a rough, that's a rough circle right there. I've been once and it took, uh, almost two complete days to travel there. And I was there for like two days and I had to turn right back around and come back. Oof. That was, that was, that's the, mo- I was jet lagged for, I was upside down for two weeks after that. I believe that's, that's rough. I can't imagine I going over there to do a live show and going right back to the airport and coming back. It, it just it would or going, murder you. Going over to England, doing a show there. That's easy. Doing the whole circuit. Doing the whole circuit is brutal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, shows having troubles with this, with this current crisis, New Japan has canceled more Road to Dontaku shows. Everything's been canceled all the way through April 18th at this Good. point. An extra, another week of shows that are, that are done. Uh, they've already canceled Sakura Genesis and a few Road to Dontaku shows. They've just now canceled even more. But if you need some more content to watch, get on Twitch this Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern and Saturday and Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern because Joey Janela is going to put on Quarantine Mania. And he's just going to have a whole bunch of just random matches of his and other people's. Uh, Lucha, he says he's going to have Lucha Libre. He's going to have death matches. He's going to have just bad wrestling, just good wrestling. All kinds of fun stuff. So if you want to watch just some good, random, perhaps obscure stuff you may not have seen, go watch Twitch this Friday at 8, Saturday, Sunday at 11 for Joey Janela's Quarantine Mania. Don't forget that he is also apparently buddies with Superhuman. So Superhuman might be making an appearance. I you I don't care. We have some... I'm a fan. I know you you have a, a distaste for his eh. his art. But I'm a fan, and art. I know that art. It art? is yes. That's not. A, that's a jackass stunt. It's not art. <laughs> jackass he, is he's art. A, he's a he's a he's a sub level member of Jackass. No, come Woo-woo. on, get out, get out of here with that crap. Superhuman. God. Seems like a nice guy, but come on. Uh, the 15 minutes. We're at 14:59 in his 15 minutes. We're done. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin gave an explanation for why we're still getting WrestleMania. And he said it's because Vince believes the show must go on. He even, and this is a direct quote from Stone Cold Steve Austin. He said, even when Owen died, rest his soul, the show went on. And that pretty much sums it up, dude. That pretty much sums it up. Like, and, and it had to come from the mouth of the Stone Cold one for me to really kind of sit back and go, huh? Yeah, good point. This was this show was never in doubt of, of 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 not happening. This man continued to show when a dude died. <laughs> We're absolutely getting WrestleMania. So, yeah, for everyone who was saying like, oh, the WWE shouldn't be doing WrestleMania, that's really never been their mo. They kind of, no. yeah, yeah. I don't know why you expected anything different. And yep. Nick, that 
is the news. Well, thank you, sir, Ian Dangerous. Uh, last thing I'll throw in here, I know we're all stuck at home right now. If you're looking for some content to watch, there is the second episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, we're not all up. stuck at home. There's some of our there's some of our, our, our listeners and patrons and, and beautiful people that, that are interacting with this show who are working their asses off right now because the rest of us are at home. And I applaud them. So I'm sorry to interrupt, Nick, but I just wanted to, to say to everyone who still has to go to work and all this, dude, mad respect. Yeah. Especially everybody that's in healthcare out there. I know one of our listeners' wife is uh, uh, Lisa. I think her name was. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for your tips wow. on Saturday. I uh, hope you guys are staying safe. Um, for those of us that are stuck at home and are not, and are under um, shelter in place restrictions statewide, yes. Uh, yes. there's some other content out there to consume. Uh, you do have all the ruthless aggression shows. There's five of them now, I think, that are up on the network to watch. They're, as you said, they're also going to be on FS1. Uh, you've got the second episode of the Vice special that did, in fact, show up on YouTube. I wasn't sure if it would go yes. there, but it is on YouTube. You can find those. Again, please keep the spoilers in the designated thread. Just search for Dark Side of the Ring and BWO Group if you want to chat about it, but let's not post a bunch of stuff in the group, please. Uh, all kinds of other good stuff. I, I got to say that I was pleasantly surprised by the ESPN numbers as well. Showing old WrestleManias now for the second week in a row, and that's kind of the last thing I wanted to say there was like, wow, there's still an appetite for old. Why do you not all have the network where you can watch it without commercials? Well, I, people still fighting the network. I just, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But seven hundred thousand people showing up to watch it on ESPN on a Sunday that takes twice as long because they got commercials. I get it. I one more thing. It. One more thing in your bank every week, every every month. Like I kind of get it. All right. If you're already paying a cable bill, if you're already paying a cable, you don't want one more thing. That's true. It's already it's already on TV, and you're like, oh, good. WrestleMania. What do you know? Well, thank you very much for the new Surrey and Dangerous, and thank you everybody for hanging out with us and checking out this show right here on the YouTube's every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern. We may have to talk Surrey and Dangerous about moving the show up just a skosh. Uh, this weekend because as I understand it things are wanting to get started around 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time so we're looking at starting a little bit early I think they've got a curfew of 11 p.m. in Jacksonville or sorry in uh, Orlando so I don't know what that means if it's all taped if there have to be off the air by 11 normally for Wrestlemania that's early as hell so we'll have to see how this all goes but we're going to talk about see we'll let you guys know what we end up doing yeah for the show on Saturday, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Got that little notification bell jingled there so that you know anytime we put up new content or go live. Come join us over in the Busted Wide Open discussion group on Facebook, uh, bwopodcast.com for all the links, and you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast via your app of choice. Uh, what did I miss? Uh, Instagram and Twitter at BWO Podcast. And last but certainly not least, our patrons. I'll reiterate again. Patrons Pick'em's Challenge for WrestleMania is the <laughs> biggest one of the year. It is the largest card. It doesn't get better. It's the most dynamic because of the sheer number of matches. It makes the picking of your bets that much more fun. It's and insane. It has higher stakes. So if you're tired of those smaller cards with like eight matches come on down to wrestlemania and do your pickums because there's going to be like 2700 matches uh, i'm just kidding but to get into the pickums and have your opportunity to challenge current 
Pick'em's champion, Chris White, for his title. You have mm. to be at least the $5 tier over at patreon.com slash BWO. But hey, that's not the only reason. You also get copies of the show notes that you can read along to for every single episode. You get the ability to ask listener questions for our patron mailbag episode that we'll be doing uh, on. We do every single Saturday. Bonus episodes at the $10 tier. Sweet swag. Skype calls with me and Sir Ian Dangerous. You name it, all of it over at patreon.com slash BWO. But my name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude. And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. You can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian Dangerous. But by God, somebody stop the damn match. This show is part of the Orbital Jigsaw Network. For more episodes, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio. For details and show notes from each episode, check us out, orbitaljigsaw.com.